Welcome back to the Couch Commentators Podcast, the fastest growing podcast in the nation and some would say the world. This week, I have got Brandon and James with me. No Dan, but he will be back next week. And we're here to talk about all things sports, so sit back and enjoy. So boys, how you been, Brandon? Oh, not so bad, mate. You know, uh, had a good weekend, got on the piss. Um, all three of us went to the Korean barbecue and that was pretty nice. Uh, um, other than that, yeah, no, quiet weekend though. Didn't get on the punt cause I knew I was going to lose, yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all for me, mate. See, that's, that's, he's thinking ahead there. That's real smart. Gamble responsibly. Gamble How about response. you, James? How you going, mate? Yeah, after Korean barbecue, ended up having a big night. But I woke up all right on the Sunday, so you got to say it's been a good weekend. And something else happened on the Sunday that um, it's got me skipping. Yeah, don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll hit there, mate. Don't stress. So um, just quickly on the on this whole Korean barbecue uh thing we've got going on here. So yeah, we went to Korean barbecue on Saturday. Now um, I'm gonna go off bit off topic here. Well, actually, no, it's on topic. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who who do know me, you'll know where this is going, and those of you who don't. So I was born with this thing, right, called PKU, which means I cannot digest any sort of protein, can't have any meat, can't have more than 15 grams of protein a day. Loser. When you hear the word Korean barbecue, right, what do you think of, guys? Please, what do you think of? Meat. beef. (laughs) So it was 55 bucks a head, right? I'm not not going on to the price or anything like that. That's, That's fair. These blokes ate more than that in Wagyu beef. But um, when I rock up there and these blokes are all smashing all this meat on this on this hot plate, then you've got me cooking fucking mushrooms and onion and kimchi. Someone explain to me how I should be paying $55. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, it, how much kimchi did you eat? <laughs> Mate, I tell you, you look up how much 55 bucks worth of kimchi is. It's probably half a tonne. Oh, <laughs> I didn't need that. I don't know if the uh, yeah the fans had actually heard that from you that you can't eat protein. That's uh, yeah, I can't have protein. That's, that's why be, that's why I'm a fucking beast. The your, way your I am. biggest struggle of your life. <laughs> yeah, no meat, no protein. When he goes to the gym, no protein shakes. No, right. no protein <laughs> shakes for me. I basically go to the gym to socialize. <laughs> Not like I go to the gym anymore, but when yeah. I used to, it was just to socialize. Yeah, <laughs> uh, missing out on all the gains, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's right. Yeah, that's but look, anyway, we'll we'll skip onto that. But um, Korean barbecue, I'm coming for you. Yeah. We'll move. We'll, su- we'll sue them soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll sue them. That's right. We'll move on to accountability. Now, um, another absolute shocker for us. Um, tough week. Tough week. Another tough week. But hey, mate, you know what? If you just kept... If you backed all of our bets this year for a place, fuck, we'd be up. 100%. We'd be up. Well, I've actually got a bit of... um. Not argument, because I didn't outright say it, but in my bet, in my, in the video, I said, I'm going to be going each way on this because I was paying $3 a place. You did. And uh, I, I would count that as a win, to be fair. Yeah, that's... Didn't put the bet on for the um, the our shared account, but um, I did. <laughs> so um, I got a nice little uh, 1.5 times return. That's it. And, uh, what was your horse called again? Uh, Captain Envious, and I'm envious of the punters that won over the weekend. That's right. So am I. Well, uh, well, we'll get off with me. So um, my top tip, guys, Al Safina. Um, once again, this prep, uh, that's a second start, and it's her second second place. Um, the, the, uh, the eventual winner went past her in the straight while she was still looking for a way out. She was slowly making up ground, but just just not enough to uh, to, to overcome the the run of the winner. It's very upsetting considering Alsafina's amazing record. It's a couple of minor placings now, but look, guys, we'll go on. As I always say, I'm going to find the winner next week. This week, should I say? Um, just just stick true. How about you, Brandon? Uh, yeah, Leachy's lock another loss. This might be the longest streak of losses for our top punter. Mm. Uh, been tough times. Uh, I was on Shigripper and third place for. It's, I actually didn't watch the race, so I can't even say if it did well or not. Oh, don't worry, mate. <laughs> we will delve into the fucking disgrace that is Caulfield shortly. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It was, uh, again, as Lucas said, next week, I'll actually, uh, I'll do some studying and I'll get us a win. I'll get us a win, 100%. So what he's telling you is for the last few weeks, he's just been, he's not even been doing the form, mate. He just sees a horse with a yeah. cool name or a lot of ones oh, yeah. next to his name and go, this can't lose. This is an easy win. <laughs> Money. Uh, Dan's decision. Uh, far too easy was scratched. So, um, 
He he didn't win. He didn't lose. But that's back to back for Dan. That's, back, that's, that's two back returns. to back returns. Two returns. He put yeah. on a five yeah. and he got a five back. <laughs> Look, a lot of people can't do that. Like, and uh, to get two returns, oof, yeah, yeah, he's, he's on a hot streak. That like, so what people try to do that uh, betting on India didn't succeed. Yeah, <laughs> no, they should. They certainly didn't. They certainly didn't. Uh, and then obviously, as J- uh, James said, uh, Captain Envious knocking up there for third place. What can yes. you do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, horse, horse he, racing multi obviously not hidden because uh, a couple of us did not get up there. Yeah, but don't we'll hit one of those soon too. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. If I'm Dan, Dan picks a winner. Yeah. If Dan picks a winner, <laughs> Dan needs. Oh, Dan, don't get me started. <laughs> well, How look, many weeks? <laughs> look, what we'll do, we'll uh, we'll head on to probably the most interesting and and uh, most exciting topic this week. Um, as James alluded to earlier. The Cricket World Cup was on on Sunday uh, between a nation of 20 million, or sorry, 23 million of Australia against the might of the 1.4 billion nation of India. Breda, do you know what the difference between a million and a billion is? It's about roughly a billion. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm going to pass this one over to James because I know he's excited and I know he's got some fucking knowledge to share. By God, uh, Australia gets World Cups. You know, I've got a new hobby for the last two days. It's been listening to any and every Indian podcast that is in English so I can listen to some whinging, moaning, excuses, complaints, everything about the pitch, about the players. They didn't have enough batting. Australia weren't the best team. India was. It was all made for them, but we did it. I told you what, when when we're losing to South Africa, that's all right, we're playing possibly. You don't want to be winning early. <laughs> we'll get them when it counts. <laughs> Two and a half months since then. Yeah. I loved, uh, I, I've been doing not the same listen to Indian podcasts. I've been listening, like looking in the comment section of Facebook posts and you say, we're still the better team. We're still like this. We, we just didn't have the, this, this, that, as you said, like the pits and all that stuff. They're the ones who doctored the pitch, man. Oh man. Yeah, dude, that, that, did you see, you saw the photos of the pitch before the game? Yes. It looked like a day five test pitch, oh, dude. Oh. It was fucked. T- turn on the, uh, turn on the match on Sunday evening. I missed the first couple of overs. My Damn. bad. And then I went, this pitch already looks like a day four. <laughs> the, but, hey, Pat Cummins yeah, and the rest of the brain ADC. trust <laughs> yeah. chooses to bowl. And not a single person thought we were going to choose to bowl. Not a single person, me included, everyone included. By not a single person, I guess you could have guessed that. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> every, every commentator as well. Supposedly the Indian captain as well said... If I won the toss, I would have chose the bat. That, that just... could have been a little bit of... Is hey, that Rohit Sharma? I'm happy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um... Choker. Choker. Yeah, it was great decision. Ball held up in the wicket. Uh, Sharma comes out to an absolute blaze, though. I think yeah. we were all a bit worried with that. Shuman Gill smashes one straight at Zamps. Your boy Zamps My boy Zamps. Hey. Zamba. We need to get on to Zamps. We, <laughs> we need, need we, to on the We need to talk about Zamps. <laughs> odd, odd change of bowl, uh, odd first change in bowler. He go, goes to find Maxwell, gets pumped six four, and then it just chips up for the fucking best mustache in world cricket. Sprinting behind, covers about 30, 40, 200, 2,000 meters or something. Stretches out, gets his mitts on. It takes the catch of the captain. And then that almost set the tone. It, like, uh, Hand, handlebars down, really. Yeah. How good was his head? What yeah. a head. T. Hizzle. He, he may have a good mustache. I mean, you have a pretty good one. And I'm also growing mine for November, guys. If it's a good course, if you want to donate. That's right. That's he's, right. he's got probably one of the best in Australia, you'd oh. have to say, after that catch. <laughs> Mate. Look, he's, he's got a good mo. He's no Mitchell Johnson, 2011, <laughs> but he's got a good mo. Sort of reminds me a little bit of Booney. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, then, so then Virat, he looks like he's in, chops it straight onto his stumps off Cummins. Genius bloke. And, every, and then it's like, holy crap, we're doing this. Yeah. We're, we're going to do As soon as he was out, it was sort of like, oh, here we, here we go. Like, all, here we go. All tournament, everyone sort of said that they, um, Indians got like free number, free genuine number 11s. So if you get those early wickets, they're going to struggle. And mm. struggle they did. They started... Scoring like maybe at one and over or something like that at stages. I think 
in between overs 10 and overs like 40, there was one boundary. Really? Yeah. Holy hell. I kept bringing that up in the commentary, just like no boundaries at all. Yeah. And and it silenced 120,000 people. That there. was the, the, so, the, the silence was deafening. It was amazing. Yeah. So that brings me to the next thing, because it's not like they weren't hitting the ball pretty well, but between Pat Cummins' field placements and Australia's intense attacking in the field, sliding, like, so Warner Watt scored next to no runs. Mm. But let's say he saved about 20 runs. Well, he scored 20 runs. It's a good swing. Yeah, yeah. it's a swing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same yeah. same he, as um, his Smith. His fielding was amazing. Lubbershain. Yeah. <laughs> and then the best player in world cricket, I'll say it right here, Travis Head. Like, his fielding was outstanding as well, including that it. catch. He said it. Yep. Their, their innings goes on to be pretty lackluster from there. Mm-hmm. The boys come in. The boys. Fired up. Fired up. We're swinging at everything. The ball's moving hoops, though. Um, we end up, what, what did we end up? Three for 50? Yeah, something like that. Travis Head's played and missed about 12 times. <laughs> um, Lava Shane comes in, and then all of a sudden, we just put on one of the, uh, I think it's the second greatest um, partnership, partnership in yeah. the World Cup final. Yeah, behind um, Ponting, Ponting and, and uh, Gilly, was it? Was it not Gilchrist? Uh, could have been. I don't know. The top three of them are all Australia. Cause yeah, that's funnily right. Enough, yeah. I don't think I brought this up. Our sixth World Cup title we won. <laughs> yeah. Running out of fingers Remind on my Remind me how many uh, India has? <laughs> uh, two. While, while we're at it, I need to ask you guys a question. How do they have 1.4 billion people and can't win at cricket? Oh. I oh, know, but uh, it's sort of funny because like they almost have too many options in ways, and it's like, oh, who do we pick? Who do we pick? We just go, oh no, our best players are our best players in every format. <laughs> we pretty much oh, picked our test team. It's <laughs> the, funny. T- the same test team that won the T Twenty World Cup in twenty nineteen. <laughs> oh Jesus! But uh, you know, I think the difference is we got that dog in us. In yeah. Australia, obviously, we have that Aussie pride. They have a hundred. Uh, what is it? One billion people. Yep. They all uh, worship cricket as their number one sport. They're the idols and all this sort of stuff, like plastered around the whole city, and they still don't get cricket. You know what's the difference? <laughs> The sheer arrogance of Australian sporting fans and especially cricket fans. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, we rocked up into the Rugby World Cup and I still had the idea of, oh, yeah, we, we might make a final we'll here. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Australia's just always been good at sport, so we expect to be good at sport. And even more so, we've always been good at cricket. Yeah. We're best at cricket. So we rock into this tournament going, yeah, look, India's pretty good, South Africa's pretty good, but... I'll tell you what, if we meet him in a final, (laughs) we're Australia. And that's exactly what's happened. We've rocked up. We've said, nah, we'll have a bowl. You guys bat first. Got him out for next to nothing. Travis Head can barely hit a ball, doesn't stop swinging. Marnus comes in, does a job. All of a sudden, we just destroy a home team, which is a funny stat for you. Do you want to know the last team to win a one-day World Cup away from home? Australia. I'll give you a guess who was the next one before that. Australia. The one before that? Get it. <laughs> Everyone else has won them at home. Australia is we're just, the only one that will win them away. We're, we're genuinely a different breed of, of, of species, us Australians. Oh, so that's been the other fun part of listening to these Indian podcasts and stuff. Cause, and like also, I've listened to some like English ones as well, and they all just like... They just fucking get it in the yeah, World Cup. That's right. <laughs> when it comes to these big moments, they seal them like the catch from Travis Head. Like mm. he had no right to get there. Yeah, but he did. He's he Australian. He had to get there. <laughs> India, like what, hadn't lost a game before this as well. Going well, that, straight in there undefeated. Well, it's quite funny. So uh, India went on a ten-game undefeated streak, nine group, and then the semi. <laughs> Australia still went nine undefeated. We just timed it better. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, we did. We, we, we got our loss out of the way. Our and, losses out of the we, way. Like we still beat every single team in the World Cup mm. because our two losses were to the teams that we played in the semi and the, and final. the final. Yeah. So like, you know what? You, you know what? Indian Indian cricket team reminds me of. Uh, it, it feels like when the going gets tough, they just crumble. Yeah. The, 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 the Indian cricket team is Conor McGregor. <laughs> well. 
When the going gets tough, they crumble, just like Connor does. Well, that's the thing. It got it got hard for him. All of a sudden, the weight of a 1.4 billion expectations. There was supposedly 90,000 people at the stadium. Is All, that it? 90,000 people at the stadium? Yeah, it was meant to be 130 capacity, but they um, I don't, the official attendance is less than what we had at the MCG in 2015 when we won the World Cup. <laughs> Anyone? Tell me one point, uh, how much billion again? One point four oh, billion. That was also yeah, on Channel one... 7, and who knows, you know how media can uh, try oh, yeah. to be. I certainly do, I saw COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, just, can, can you believe it though? Okay. <laughs> I, right. I, can. I can. I can as well, I can as well. Where we, we, we get it, and they don't. 100%. I think there's got to be more credit to our cousin, cousin Pat, and oh. uh, that choice. On that dry pitch, he knew that it was a bowler's pitch, a bowler's pitch, and he, we fucking we got him out that quick that they didn't know what was going for him. Oh, That's right. To the point I get to go to sleep and go, you know what, I, I believe in us Aussies and uh, wake up probably about, I think it was like 2.30 a.m. to get some water. Take the score. Yeah, we're doing well, boys. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. <laughs> well, that's. I had a nap at the start of our batting innings and then woke up so I could watch the end of it. Mm. And because I, I obviously work on Monday... Sort of need at least some sleep. Yeah, 45 <laughs> minutes is enough for James, apparently. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been good that the World Cup's finally over. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think, like, half of Australia woke up, like, tired from the day before watching the game. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so, yeah. now we sort of have to look at this generation. Like, last week, I, I when I was listening back to the podcast, I realised you talked about how good the generation that we grew up with was. Yeah. And, like, even... Uh, the generation that we were a bit too young to really know with war as the captain that mm. then bled into wanting um, and then Clark's Clarky, captains. Yeah. Yep, yep. The this current team, most of these like half of these players played in the 2015 World Cup that we won at home. Mm-hmm. We won the 2019 T20 World Cup. Mm-hmm. Just this, like we've held the Ashes for now eight years in a row. Cop that your palms. <laughs> We just we, this year we won um, the World Test Championship, and then they've capped it off with another one day <laughs> um, World Cup. So what are you saying, James? I'm saying that look, are they as good as that generation? Probably not. But we've got to start putting them pretty close to that generation because that is a hell of a eight years. Yeah, I suppose eight years is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, like in in the space of eight years, we won two, um, yeah. two ODI World Cups and one T yeah. Twenty World Cup. Yeah, Paddy yeah. C to be the best uh, Australian captain ever. Hands down. <laughs> Heard it here first. Jeez. But um, on to the thing that everyone's actually excited for. We now play India for five T20 matches starting on Thursday or Friday. Who Where's that? It's in India. Oh, for fuck. It's the stupidest <laughs> scheduling fuck. anyone's ever heard of. For fuck. Like, I think India Why? may have put out their squad today or something because they'd, like, well, obviously they've been planning to win this uh, one day, so they'll probably having their whole team get put on a holiday and stuff. But So what what time will those games be? Like 2 uh, a.m.? I, I don't care. Nobody in Australia cares. Nobody in India cares. India could win this 5-0, but it won't matter because it doesn't matter. Because they lost the important one. <laughs> yes. And we're going to be playing our C-grade team. And yeah. <laughs> yep. I might get a call like, up. Who knows? Warner, I've seen him Warner's like, before. no, I'm... I'm heading home. I'm, I'm going home to see my family oh, and celebrate yeah. my World Cup. That's, look, that's fair. <laughs> like, there's only like 20 days or so. Uh, yeah, I think like 20 days until the um, first test. And yeah, they've got a T20. I suppose like, so all of our pace bowlers have come back. Mm. Zampa stays there because he's a white ball specialist. That's right, Zamps. Our boy. My boy Zamps. Warner's coming back. I'd imagine Smith comes back. I, I haven't really even checked the squad because, again, nobody cares about this tournament, and yeah. it shouldn't exist. And they've been over there for how long? Yeah. Uh, so we've been there for two months because we got there for those couple of ODIs before the tournament. Yep, yep, yep. And they just roll into another five-game series. Yeah. No one cares about. Come on. It's baffling. But, um, again... We did it. How good. I just want to uh, have a quick shout-out as well. Um, when I was overseas a few weeks ago, uh, I was on a cruise ship, and one of the workers there was an Indian man. 
um, the Cricket World Cup had just started and he heard my accent and he comes up to me and says, sir, are you, are you from Australia? And I said, yes, mate. And he said, are you watching the cricket right now? And I said, mate, I am, but unfortunately not doing as good as you. He laughed and cackled and said, maybe we'll see, we'll meet each other soon. And, you know, here we are six weeks later. Cop that, mate. Cop that. Cop that. that. I, know, I know he's a big fan of the podcast. Oh, so mate, absolutely. The cruise mate. Take that, cruise mate. <laughs> the captain of the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's that? all we got. It's just a lot cricket, the mate. Alphas, uh, they're the betas. Oh, also, there's a Reddit. Uh, it was like cricket shit post. And that was full of Indians and stuff, memeing on India and as stuff. As soon as we won, I went straight into r slash cricket and just yeah. looked all the blowing up Indians on there, dude. It was fucking awesome. Oh, there is no great. passion. There is no aggression. <laughs> I've uh, seen like Australia doesn't care about the format, picks their test team, <laughs> rocks up, wins loses, anyway. their, loses their first two test matches, struggles through to win eight, um, seven in a row after that. <laughs> Beats the two best teams in the tournament. <laughs> Shits in in the last two games. No sweat. Well, um, the pictures of Travis Head after the, the game as well. He was having a, a rip and tear after it. Um. Yeah, they've been good. <laughs> I, I saw one podcast, like the great cricketers, they described it as Australia was still in bed till the semifinals. It's like, yeah. oh, crap. Better better get out and play these. <laughs> better start trying. Also, one thing I do know is we got to get Glenn Maxwell on more golf carts if we're going to win more World Cups. <laughs> We're not even taking it serious. We got a week off. The boys get drunk at golf and one of them gets concussion. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and smashes, what, 200? Yeah. yeah. What a man. What yeah. a, in between what a scoring the fastest 100 in, in a World Cup <laughs> and, and, and scoring and having one of the best innings ever in a World Cup, he had a concussion. <laughs> maybe up. that's the Maybe that's like the idea. Yeah. You get, get concussed. But hey, look. That's a lot of lot of good cricket talk there, boys. A lot of good cricket talk there. Um, James, and I'm you gonna... won't be getting a five match debrief on these T20s. I tell you that. That's right. We're just going to say who won at the start of the podcast, and that's it. <laughs> James, mate, it seems like you've got another ad read for us this week, mate. Is yeah. this is this a you or is this a? Um... Oh no, this is a Brandon one. I think Ooh. he's going to enjoy this. It actually it flows in from this. Um, Cricket chat a bit because India sort of fucked himself with a shit pitch. Um, Didn't they just? Yeah, they might actually need the company that we're going to be promoting here. Oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> the message has been sent. Jim's mowing. <laughs> JM. All right, I'm going to try my best to read this without laughing. Everyone knows how good of a laugh specialist I am. All right. <clears throat> This week's podcast is brought to you by Cronulla Sports Ground Management. So cricket season has started here in Australia, and maybe your team is struggling for runs due to different pitch variations. Then you need to call Cronulla Sports Ground Management, and they'll give you the flat track you need to bully the opposition. Our flat track expert, Nico, will even give you captains and coaches his expert advice on how to be the biggest flat track bully you can be. So call Cronulla Sports Ground Management, the experts in flat tracks. <laughs> my, my tears were watering. <laughs> Get out of here, mate. Oh, fuck off. That, Nico. Oh, I had that sort of planned from last week, oh, and I'm like, it flows off the cricket even better. It does, it does. That was, that was fucking perfect. That's the best one. That's the best one. As soon as I started reading, I'm like, ah. How did I not know? How did I not know? That's the best one. By mile. Well played, James. Well played. Well played. Jesus. All right. Well, but, uh, um... yeah, look forward to that sponsorship. I'm sure if you need a flat track management, just call up Cronulla. We can get you in touch with a man called Nico. <laughs> yeah. Who's a flat track bully? Oh, bloody hell. All right, guys. Now, look, usually this is Dan's domain, and he only ever picks a cricketer or an NRL player. So um, this week, to get a bit, a bit of variation on this topic, we're going to go to Brandon, who's running mm. Guess the Famous Athlete. All right. How are you going to run it? Is it going to be well, a, a, a combo, me and James? Yeah, is I think it... going to be a yeah, both of you, because I right. think this one's a little bit uh, outside the box. Ooh, okay. You know? Uh, no Dan here, as he said, so I'm just going to take over and make it look better, uh, you know, be better, I guess. It wouldn't be too hard, mate. I might only need about 90 seconds of work if that's the case. <laughs> All right, I'll get the uh, the timer up. Oh, you give us timer back. Yeah, look, I can't give it that easy, guys. 
You got two people here. I'm going to go one guess at a time. Up to you guys. James, how you, uh... James one yeah. guess at a time. Well, we, if, if we start getting desperate, we start just spitting. <laughs> yeah, we'll start chucking shit at him. If, you, you want a minute 30, do you reckon 90 yeah, seconds? Yeah, 90 seconds. If we, if we go five seconds, if, if we're five seconds and we haven't got it yet, we're going to start spitballing, dude, okay? Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to start screaming shit at you. Especially if we... Uh, I reckon we almost spit the sports out. Yeah. All right. Boys, are you ready to rumble? I'm good yes, to go. Yes, ready. All right. Three, two, one. WWE Best Superstar. No. UFC. No. NFL. No. Uh, golf. No. Baseball. No. F1. No. Basketball. No. Um, tennis. No. Supercars. No. Soccer. No. Rugby league. No. AFL. No. Cricket. No. Australian sport. Um, it's no. Surfing. No, Australian sport. No. Um, uh, did you say NFL? I said NFL. Basketball. Is it predominantly played in America? No. Okay. Is it a South American sport? No. Uh, is it a rugby union? No. Look, I'm okay. going to give you a hint. The sport is not like a team-based sport. Is it sailing? No. Is it chess? No. Is it table tennis? No. It's not tennis? No. Is it with a paddle? Is it with a racket of some sort? No, no racket, no bat, no nothing. Oh my God. Where is the world number one ranked player from would, in this sport? I would say... Nigeria. Is it wrestling? <laughs> oh, so it's if racing. Is it racing? It's Horse running. racing, jockey. No, 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 no. Running, running, running. Oh, running. Is oh. Usain Bolt? No. No. Um, can I can I cheat and use the internet? No, no I won't no. cheat. Uh, oh, who's the long distance runner? Peter Bowl. No. No, no. Um, the uh, like marathon world record. Oh, is it Caster Semenya? No. Oh, is he the the young boy to just smash think that? You guys aren't gonna get it. Um, yeah. It's probably my. Fault. No, 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 no. Is it a sprint distance? No. Is he the marathon runner? He has run marathons. Is he now the world record holder of the marathon? No. no I think it's the guy that like. It's the Kenyan dude that smashed all the um. He broke them. Broke it. Uh... No, nah, it's not that guy. He's the young one. Oh. He's the young one that just broke it recently. The like that long-standing. Yeah. Forty-two. He's a marathon runner. Yeah. From look. Kenya. Oh, it's. Guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up. You guys can blast me if you want. It's Ned Brockman. Yeah, that's. Um, he's technically he's a marathon runner. He run across the whole of Australia. He is a famous athlete. He's a fuck. He's Australian. I thought you guys may get him. Maybe I went too far left. I don't know. I don't know. You be the judge. So, so what did he run? What was the cause of him running across Australia for? Uh, I think that was for homeless. Yeah, boy, so something like that. Can I ask a question? <laughs> did it do anything? It raised a shitload of money. Yeah, oh, yeah. What you reckon? He just banked it, dude, and put some more money into his dreads. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry, boys. Uh, but... Hey, mate. Yeah, see, you, that, you that got got... by technicality. He yeah. is an athlete. Yeah. But he. It's not a world stage athlete. Or. But here's the thing. I much prefer something like that. Gets his beacon. Then, then going NRL. No cricket. Yes. Michael Clark. How did you know? I much prefer. I much prefer you giving me something like that to stimulate the brain. I was for sure. It was let the us, um. Let us know if I can't believe we didn't at think home. Of, we didn't think of like track and field. Like we should have bought it. You know that. when you said Ned Brockman, I thought you were talking Ken Brockman from Ken the Simpsons. Brock <laughs> I'm Ken Brockman. I'm Kenny Brocklestein. <laughs> Far uh, out. Well, uh, I'm not <laughs> Hopefully Dan uh, picks an easy one for us to guess next week. If Dan picks another NRL oh, slash... Ponting. Yeah. If Dan picks another NRL, uh, cricket, or AFL player, he will be cut from doing that segment. <laughs> It'll go to one of uh, someone else permanently. Cool. We'll see. We'll see. I like it. I like it. This, this is going to be a hotly debated topic. It's not sport related this time, guys. It's going to be one of... Uh, it's going to be a random chat. Now, um... I, as well, as well as many other young Australians over the last, you know, 18 months to two years, have been hit. It feels like I've been hit by a bus. And that bus is country music. Hit by a horse almost? Yeah. Hit by my country truck. <laughs> now, now I, I've, been, I've been hit by the bus that is country music. Now, at the start... It was just a, it was a little nudge, right? When I heard a couple of Luke Combs' songs, like you know, "Forever After All" and um, "Hurricane" and whatnot. But um, guys, 
I listen to country music only now. Only. Now, my in question... a disturbed is, shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing a disturbed shirt, <laughs> but I listen to country music only. Now, guys, I need to know from you, is country music on the rise? Will you start listening to it? And if you won't, when will you grow up? <laughs> James, you first, because right, I know so, Brenda's response. So, I'm pretty meh about it. It's uh, it is on the rise. More and more people are listening to it. Doesn't really tickle my fancy, but I'm not one to chase someone and turn it off. So um, I'm pretty yeah, just on the fence on this topic, boys. I'm sorry to on the fence. Yeah, like just don't really care. I don't listen to it, but if someone wants to, they can. That's fair. But I think Brandon's a bit more spiteful. It's okay to be wrong, James and uh, Brandon. Um, look, as we, as you uh, mentioned earlier, I think a lot of our mates are getting the country. Um, we're also all playing golf. Some good, some bad. Maybe no, no, no. All bad. We're all, we're all shit. <laughs> Very but, levels uh, of shit. Everyone's starting Famous to get in the country, country and it's uh, your fault, purely. And uh, maybe another guy named Brad as well. He likes it a bit. Love you, Brad. Um, to the fact Dan is also getting into country. Now, look, I'm not going to yuck people's yum because, like, everyone has their opinions, everyone has their own tastes. But I think it's a bit um, funny. Uh, when I see my group chats, I get messages from, like, Dan to Lucas going, oh, look at these two uh, country artists. They're going to be making a song together. Like, come on, guys. I know you're into the songs, but, like, to get hyped over a country song where they're going to talk about okay. my love, my wife, my friends, before, my farm. Before he goes any further. My beer, my before, truck. Before he goes any further, the two people he's talking about is Morgan Wallen and Luke Combs, the yeah. two biggest... Uh, country musicians at the moment, probably other than Chris Stapleton. And now, before we get any further, mm. if Brandon, Brandon with his taste of music, do you know what Brandon's taste of music is, guys? I'll give you a little rundown. You ready, please? <laughs> Shoot the boy in the face. I'm a pommy broke yeah buff. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> I didn't uh, say any you, racism. You, <laughs> mate, you, you listen to pommy rap where you can't understand what they say. Uh, one, of the, one of your favourite blokes... He's named after a letter in the alphabet. His name's H. And that's spelled A-I-T-C-H. That's the best part. <laughs> if you I thought not. he's just not a fan of doors and he likes H-O-H. <laughs> uh, but as I said, no, I, I'm not yucking a yum because I, I could see, you know, there, there's, there's love to the chill, the vibe of it. But I, at the same time, it's not something that I uh, would partake in, I don't see. Like, my day-to-day music is usually for pump-up. Or if I'm going to like sports or something like that, where country's just not part of my uh, part of my listen to. It's not in the the playlist, mate. It's not getting it. It's not getting a run, mate. Look, that's fine. Like I said, we'll all grow up one day, <laughs> and one day you'll grow up to enjoy some country music. Cause yeah. you know what, mate? When 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 all of your mates are walking around in RM Williams boots in 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 in, in, in Western Ringer t-shirts with cowboy hats on, and every girl they see, they go, ma'am. <laughs> Mayhem. Mayhem. How did Empire? Never, never seen red dirt in their life. <laughs> that's another thing that, like, okay. We again, all are youths, mate. I, I, I'm all for you guys. Listen to what you want to listen to. But when you start buying boots, hey, hey, hey. and you're going to get your bolo ties and Brenda, your big belt buckles. Brandon, wait for when they trade in their like, highlights and tridents for Dodge Rams. Yeah, that's that right. Yeah, that's right. Change their whole life I'll refinance my home. I'll sell my home to get a fucking 1500 Laramie, bro. Get a, a ranch. <laughs> so I want you guys to know, and I'm not even going to coordinate this with Brad or anything like that. Um, when when we eventually go out for sup for his birthday, I guarantee you, we'll both be wearing our Willie's boots, <laughs> some blue jeans, some seven hundred dollar boots, <laughs> some seven hundred dollar boots. Your Cobra, my Cobra, <laughs> and um, I'll be driving into the car park with uh, Carrie Underwood blasting. Can you get a um? Bright pink Akubra, like uh, oh mate, they no, they they'd hang, they'd, they'd hang me if I went out to Bargo like that, mate. Mate, Hados gets away with it. He also was one of the best test, uh, openers. That's that right. That's right. We've ever had. Think about Hados. How's his daughter? You don't come after me, Hados. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I think that was a that was a good chat, good. and um, I, I, country music is definitely on the rise, yeah, and it is taking over, in my opinion. I don't know about taking over, but it's on the rise. Guys, listen to questions. Now, uh, this is another Maddie C. You know, this bloke's head 
is at all times with the NRL. I don't think if you ask him to watch another sport, he'd probably say it's shit and it's gay. Like that's that. I'm not even exaggerating. That's what he would. Yeah, I've so. told him to watch the AFL before and he won't do it. He'd say it's shit and it's gay. He was quite confused when we watched the grand final. I don't think he'd watched a game ever before. I, I don't think he's watched a game other than rugby league. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know if he'd know who Roger Ferrer was if I asked. He'd, he'd go, is that the hat, the fedora? Uh, that Lionel Messi? Yeah, Lionel Messi. Ronaldo Sui. But look, he's got a couple of listeners' questions for us this, this week. Now, we'll dive straight into the first one. So, his question is, he's got an example for us. With former players we watched towards the end of high school retiring and moving into the coaching ranks, such as Benji, Peter Wallace, and um, Jimmy Maloney... He goes, which former players would you guys like to see as a coach one day? I'm going to go to Brandon first because I feel like he's under it here. Okay. Well, he's going to say Sharks will to play, guaranteed. Uh, I have two in mind. One, definitely a Sharks player, and it is the almighty Paul, the man gallon. Uh, I think, you know, it just it's. I reckon he'd be one of those coaches who gets up, yeah, and just fires you up no matter. You go to war for that bloke. Um, the other one I was thinking is obviously just the best bloke at controlling a game probably ever. Being immortal, future immortal, Cameron Smith. I think him as a coach could just, you know, coach any kid to be a superstar. Mm, that's but, fair. Um, that's that's fair. my two, I would say. I don't know. James, you got any? Yeah, so a um, little bit before the time that he was talking about, and we'll never get to see it because of his uh, media commitments, but Matthew Johns has one of the best minds in rugby league and yeah. would be outstanding. It's just he, his gig won't allow it, hey? And he, oh, he, he's he, way he, too he indulged. No... Not indulged, that's not the word, but he's too... Engulfed. Engulfed, yeah. Engulfed could be the word in his personality and persona. Well, he actually says it's the other way around. He's... Like, if he was to do coaching, he would be so engulfed in it, he wouldn't be a person anymore. Yeah, right. He would just be thinking footy all the time. So, yeah, um, that's fair. That's why he never looked to get into it. And now, why would you bother? Why would you go through that stress when you got one of the best gigs around? Yeah, that's it. He's talked about, like, maybe New South Wales, maybe Samoa, but, like, I think he's already said that ship has sailed as well. Like, he had opportunities at one stage, but... Yeah, he's got all, got all the money in the world from Fox Sports, so why would you give that up? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know you know who I wouldn't mind seeing? I got I got two as well. I got one's a bit of a meme and it's um it's Cooper Cronk, just so I can we can get him off the fucking commentary team. <laughs> um and the and the second one would be uh mate, I I love James Graham. I think he's so cluey when it when it comes to football and just seeing him have a crack. As a coach of a team would be interesting. It would be similar to Paul Gallon. You just go for war, to war for that bloke. And yeah. when he's like pointing at you with his knuckle going, you better run straight. Yeah. I wonder if he'll point it like the whiteboard like that as well. Like, <laughs> so you need to run there. <laughs> Which way, sir? Which way? Great question, Matty C. Yeah, good question, Matty C. And um, I'll tell you what. We've got another question. Oh, you can believe it. It's from uh, Matty C. Oh my, no and guess way. what sport it involves? How much points for uh, guessing this? Um, you get to slap him next time you see him. Okay. Uh, NRL. 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 Bang. <laughs> Free slap. <laughs> now, this one. Um, geez, did you guys do a bit of research on this for yourselves? No, or? I'm just thinking of it now. Yeah. Thinking of it now? All right, boys. So, uh, James, once again, I'm going to head to you first, mate. What is your dream spine? Or an NRL team. So, other than Parramatta's spine for 2024, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, so my fullback, I would go Darren Lockyer. Jeez, okay. He was the best fullback in the game, could have continued to be the best fullback in the game for a long time, and then moved to 5'8 after that. My 5'8 will be a little bit controversial, but it's the man that. Kicked like um won the um five eight position over the King Wally Lewis and like ended his Australian career short. Brett Kenny. BK. BK. Speed can play like he had the speed and strength to play centers, could do it all, made Peter Sterling look even better. Number seven will be going Andrew Joey Johns. You can't go past him. What about Sterlo? Oh, I thought about it, but I, I 
That's why I've got Brett Kenny have a bit of Parramatta in there. <laughs> yeah, there he is. And then um, nine, Cameron Smith. Too easy. Yep. Too easy. How about you, Brandon? Um, look, uh, I'll start from dummy half, and I'm going to be picking Cam Smith. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Can you believe surprise, that? Surprise, surprise. And uh, number seven, we're picking Andrew Johns. Surprise, surprise. Can you believe this? Uh, number six, though, I will be picking different. And it'll be the person Jay's picking fullback. I'll pick Darren Lockyer. He was actually one of my favorite players growing up to the point that if I ever didn't go for Cronulla, I was going to go for Brisbane Broncos. Oh, I, Maui loves that. Maui rejoices. He was a weapon. Like, honestly, in, in his position, so good. And then for Origin, like, he was the dominant half before your Cronk, your first and came along. He was he was a weapon. And uh, I think he may deserve an immortal sport, but there's so many good players, to be honest. Mm. Um, for fullback, I will be going Nico Hines. Um, if you need a flat track bully, imagine him with that spine right there. Holy he would be the, on the flattest track of all time and just he would win cobs. Easy. All right. <laughs> Lock it in. He's, he's being proper. Okay, look, I'll, I'll come at you with mine. It's It's... I mean, we've got a couple of same players, of course. So at the one, I've gone Billy Slater. Yep. Yeah, Billy the Kid, probably the greatest fullback that we've yeah. seen. Revolutionised that position. He revolutionised that position. Had some rule changes as well to stop him being so bloody dominant. Um, at the six, I've gone West Tigers fanboy. I've gone Benji Marshall. Prime Marshall, that 0405 period, he was, he was untouchable. Um, he could just obviously pull magic out of a hat and, and win a game on his own. Uh, at the seven, as we've all said, we've, I've gone the GOAT, Joey Johns. And then in the nine, I've also gone Cameron Smith. Surprisingly, none of us picked Brad Fittler. I'm going to say he was my lock. Your lock? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Leachy's lock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look for I mean, I mean, well, that's the thing. You pick those players, you think about who you missed out on too. Yeah. I mean, you could make an equally good spine yeah. with another four players. Like, we, none of us picked Thurston. No. None of us picked yeah. Kronk. Yeah. None um, obviously, no one's going to pick Badiris, but Badiris no, was he, the best hooker for a long time. That's right, yeah. <laughs> no, Badiris, and then, I mean, for fullbacks, I mean, think about, off the top of your head, I mean, what you I, got? I mean, I Mid Minicello was always good. Yeah, I know one guy that's in jail that I thought had one of the best seasons I've ever seen. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Benny Barber. Benny, Benny Barber, Barber even. Yeah, I mean, especially if you start going, picking them at their best. Yeah, then, prime. Yeah. I mean, what about 2021 to, uh, Turbo? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. one of the highest peaks you'll ever see. Yeah. So, I wonder if, uh, now, like, reading the question and reading it back, do you reckon he was talking about all time or if he was talking about this NRL season? I'd, how, about, how about this? I don't give a fuck. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fuck, man. I don't give Because oh, oh, <laughs> I'll just have dreams about when I have, a, when I have a nightmare and I've got... A jelly spine, and I can't yeah. stand up straight. No, that's that's right. my dream spine. <laughs> I just get to lay down all day. What a shame. Well, um, geez, that was that was that was a good little segment there. I like that. Yeah, you know what, Matt? We just we bagged you out after the before the first one, and we came right around to going good questions. <laughs> I always bag him out. <laughs> all right. Well, look, we'll 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 move on. Uh, we'll head to the horse racing segment, guys. Now, um. Bit of sad news this week. Bit of sad news. Invincible Caviar, um, the daughter of, obviously, champion racehorse Black Caviar, unfortunately passed away um, earlier this week. Uh, she was being taken around in the, in the swimming pool out at uh, Peter Moody's Cranbourne Stables, and she actually had a heart attack um, whilst she was swimming. So, you know, very unfortunate for connections of... Um, of Invincible Caviar, especially as Peter Moody trained the mum yeah. as well. So it would have been, you know, very upsetting for him to see. Not very old either, eh? No, she was a five-year-old, mate. So yeah. no, not old at all. Especially, I mean, her mum's, she's, you know, she's still a broodmare. Yeah. Black Caviar would be, what, 15, 16, 17 years old? So, yeah, very upsetting. Sad times, and uh, as you said, poor PG, your favourite trainer. Yeah, PG, my favourite trainer. But look, he's... Um, He's still got another one of uh, Black Caviar's uh, progeny. He's got I Am Caviar, 
who um, who's looking to come back to the races soon. So hopefully when I am Caviar comes back, he gets a win for the uh, for the passing of Invincible Caviar to keep the the Moody and Coleman stable. Their presence is uh, held high, so yeah, but very, very upsetting. We had the Group 1 Sir Rupert Clark Stakes at Caulfield on Saturday, and we also had the 1,000 Guineas. Now, before we go any further into these races, I just want to say, it's the end of November. There are still Group 1 races being ran in Victoria. I couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) For lack of a better saying... They they pushed both of these races back a few weeks. Well, they pushed the Sir Rupert Clark was in um, August. It used to be last year was in August. For the last yeah. like thirty years, it's been in August. They pushed it back so they could try to bring in more money. Um, the thousand guineas was on Oaks Day, so a few weeks ago. Mate, the Melbourne Cup was two weeks ago. It, these are the five T twenties Australia's playing versus India. Oh, <laughs> like, all the good horses have finished up their runs. Dude, the Sir Rupert Clark Stakes failed. Yeah. was so average. Oh, that's I, I looked at it, the worst part, when I was looking for best bet, and I fought Magic Time, but I didn't want to go on a horse that Dan's bet on. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, how's this for a field, right? How's this for... I'm going to read you the field for the Sir Rupert Clark States. So, Magic Time was the favourite. She, she's a nice she's a nice mare. Yeah. She, she's, she's pretty good. Uh, I Am Me, who's notorious, you know, she's, she's a group two Fair level horse, yeah. or a group one handicapper. Crosshaven um, got her first win earlier this, uh, might have been late in October, first win in about three years. Nice. Good form. Good form. Um, Valana, James Cummings' trained horse uh, with uh, Damien Oliver on board in his, in his um, uh, last ever Group 1 in Victoria. Um, Valana's not, not a horrible horse. Chain of Lightning, Peter Moody, Billy and um, Catherine Coleman got, got pulled up with about 200 metres to go. Something went amiss there. Straight Acer. You remember Straight Acer? No, nope. not, neither do I. <laughs> um, cause for concern? Uh, there's some causes for concern for this field. He, he, he's a blast from the past. Yeah. Anton. Yeah. Anton was a sprue horse about two years ago. Got a spider bite. Nearly died. Came back. Not as good as he once was. Still a great horse. Still a good horse. You know, he's a he's solid group two level. Bandersnatch. Heard the name. Buffalo River. Munamek. <laughs> These are you're just naming Group Two horses. Yeah, I'm I'm naming Group Two horses. <laughs> if this if this race was run in September, none of these horses except Bar Magic Time, Valana, and I Am Me, in my opinion, would not be in this race. And they would all be paying like five to six dollars at best. Probably Dude, more. no, they'd be put, they'd be fucking double. Yeah, Magic Time was like paying Magic, around Magic that Times would, would be fives. Yeah. I would I would say yeah, but. You know, I am me. In there, they yeah. will struggle. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, it it was a v- very very average Group One field, and then um, you know, don't get me, mate. The track bias on on Saturday. You guys are so lucky you didn't have to fucking clean clean your eyes with acid, dude. If you weren't on the fence and on speed, you weren't winning. Jeez. Which is what happened with Scaripa. Yeah. You know, you you were a couple of spots back on the fence. Couple of, not on not on the fence leading. You were fucked. You couldn't make ground. Chris Waller, of the best trainer in the country, probably the best trainer in the world, notices after about two races, oh, you cannot make ground. So he tells J-Mac on board Jolie Star in the Group 1000 Guineas, he goes, hey, go to the front and see if they can catch her. Goes to the front. He still won. He won by two lengths, mate. And they, they, could, they couldn't catch him because he's just on the fence, hugging the rails, taking that fucking Mooney Valley, Mooney Valley Travelator at Caulfield. And then... Yeah, shocking, most shocking, shocking. But that is uh, Melbourne racing, eh? Oh, it's Melbourne racing. That's right. But um, look, the, the, the performance, either way, the performance by Jolie Star was top notch for a three year old. She rated as the uh, the second best three year old filly performance of the carnival, second only to Zardozzi in the Oaks a few weeks back. So still a fantastic performance by Jolie Star, but it was absolutely helped by that shocking track bias. Yeah, uh, as you said, no one. Uh, I didn't watch it purely. I knew there was no big races, and mm. I didn't even know there was still Group Ones racing. To be honest, yeah, but, well, there uh, you go. You find out uh, things, and, and you say there's more to come as well. Uh, there's more to come. There's more to come. There's more to come. Look forward to that punches. Now, just just quickly before I head on to a couple of the futures races, um, did you happen to catch the uh, the Hunter at Newcastle? Did you see Cole Crusher? 
I did actually. That yeah. was a ridiculous performance. He went to the front in the Hunter, put the foot down. He did what Pride of Jenny did last week, put the foot down. And when no one was coming, he just kept increasing the pace, increasing the pace. And he uh, smashed the track record as well. Nothing came near him. Good to see Cole Crusher back in some winning ways. Yeah. <laughs> Damn good horse. And, and yeah. you know, Joe Pride said that that race for Cole Crusher to win, he was happier about that than he was think about it in the Everest. Jeez. Jeez. How's that? Big cool. How's that? He was Definitely happier. made more money in the, uh, the Everest. But oh, yeah. yeah. He made way more money in the Everest. But he definitely was a happy man when Cole Crusher went over that line. That's right. Perfect ride by Tyler Schiller as well in that uh, in the he, Hunter. He had a big bet on Cole Crusher, I think you say. Yeah. yeah. All the Everest money was rolled. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that, that was it for, for a couple of big things I noticed for horse racing this week. But um, I was on racing.com earlier today and I noticed, um, obviously got the group ones coming up in Perth. Now, I've got a list some of the horses that are going over for the Perth Carnival, right? So just have a listen to this. Can I guess one? You can. Neely's Jewel. No. Oh. <laughs> nah, she's she's done until the autumn, boys. She's done. She, she, she did over and yeah. in spring. She came back to WA. Uh, yeah. I think it might have even been yesterday. She she landed back there, but just a few weeks ago, it might have been last week. We were talking about Zaki. Yeah. And possibly, you know, being in the road. No, ah, uh, mate. That Zaki is on his way to WA to contest the northerly stakes over 1,800 metres. It reminds me of Vin Diesel, one last ride. One last ride, that's right. <laughs> so how are the houses? you got Zaki, yeah. Tuvalu, Triple Missile, Numerian, Overpass, and Ooh. Forgot You. So what you're saying is it's a big, better yeah. field than Caulfield is going to it get. It will be, yeah. yeah. It will be. It absolutely will be. I'm, uh, I'll lock in Overpass already. Just... Oh, look, yeah, if we're going to... So what what we'll do... Well, it's not all in the same race, but um, what I'll just quickly do, I want to jump into the futures bets, right? So this weekend, you've got the Railway Stakes at Ascot, right? So that is their... That's their Group 1 mile race. Now, in this race, they've got two Valus running around. They've got Roots. They've got Al Safina. Al Safina's backing up. Al Safina, back to back. They've got you, <laughs> Tricks of the Trade. Uh, they've got some very good horses in that race. And then in the WA Guineas, now this one, guys, if there's any race you want to watch this week, the the, it's the WA Guineas. So the boom two-year-old of last season was a horse called Super Smink in Western Australia, trained by uh, Daniel Morton. Now, Super Smink had its colours lowered a few weeks ago by the new boom horse on the scene called Keshi Boom. It's a great name, Keshi Boom. Trained by Grant and Alana Williams, ridden by one William Pike. Ooh. So, Keshi Boom went past Super Smink uh, a few weeks ago in, in one of their previous races. Now, Super Smink had come back and won another race since that Keshi Boom wasn't in. But they're both paying $3, and these two will battle it out uh, down the Ascot Strait in WA. So that's going to be fantastic to watch. Might have to watch the races this week. <laughs> Guys, yeah, well, I mean, it's it'll be a late one because it's obviously uh, daylight savings here and, and not there. They're an hour behind. I reckon you're looking at about a 6.30 kickoff there. So well, hopefully I'm winning early so I can uh, still bet on it. Fingers mate. crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. But, uh, yeah, look, that'll do us for the uh, for the old Gamble pony racing. racing. Yeah. And, uh, remember, gamble responsibly. <laughs> gamble responsibly, guys. 1-800-858-858. 858. Maddie C's favourite segment. Maddie C, up. yeah, this is all Maddie C listens to. So, guys, NRL talk. Now, I've not kept up with anything NRL since the off season, so wish me luck. All right, guys. So, look, both Jaden Braley and Ryan Pappenhausen have headed to America for their uh, latest injury rehab. So, for Paps, um, it's his obviously broken. Was a broken ankle, broken fibula. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the upper ankle, lower leg, and then uh, Jaden Braley with a buckled Achilles. Um, So, yeah, off to America. I suppose that's where everyone goes now because our doctors are shot, apparently. Well, so he's not the most calm mind, but he is a funny mind. That that Roger Fabry, the sprint trainer. Yep. That's exactly what he posted. He's like, we're making all of Australia look stupid. The fact that somebody... Coming up, I, I think that's why I think it was ACL. He said ACL there, okay, but um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a pretty standard recovery. Yeah, yeah. Like we've got, we've still got great doctors here, physios, 
Should have need be needing to go to America. Maybe they pump him full of drugs there and just you know yeah. let him rest up. You got the the drugs that don't show up on the uh, the medical report yeah. <laughs> yeah, get, get, over in America. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, as you guys said, I think it just show like it just makes us look stupid. All of our um, absolutely our doctors and bloody rehab f facilities. And it just, you know, I don't know. Maybe they go over for holidays, like get to go over, watch some basketball, some NFL. Get away from the media. But, uh, I mean. Yeah, you yeah. know, Jaden Braley gets swamped by the media. Yeah. You know, that boy gets so many yeah, interviews. Like, and... Pappenhausen, for example, can't do a sprint session without, without cameras being there. everywhere and yeah. paps on paps. Paps on paps. That's right, yeah. That's. A... I suppose it's pretty shocking for him if that's the case, eh? Yeah. Poor bugger. Can't get anything. I mean, how many games did he come back for? Three? Something like that. Yeah, he played a couple games in... Uh, His leg up. turned sideways, then, yeah. yeah. Poor then, bastard. Uh, yeah, rough, rough. Speaking about tests, though, and not clearing, <laughs> Michael Jennings. <laughs> He's just been cleared for a training trial deal at the Roosters. Guys, 35 years old, three years out of the game. Do you foresee him getting a contract? Well... So, funnily enough, when he was, uh, well, so three years ago, 32, everyone was going, I can't believe it. This guy seems to be getting better with age. He's like a fine wine. Turns out that wine was spiked. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Parramatta's like being left like going, oh, fuck, now we don't have a center. <laughs> Wunga Blake's music. <laughs> yeah, and, um, world class center to Wunga Blake, also world class Fijian center. Yeah. So. Do, do you think he's? Do you think he will be any decent? Do you think he will play? I I doubt it. I highly doubt it. But all um, it takes is one Billy Smith injury. Well, that's the thing that they they are riddled with injuries. I think they'll mainly have him there because he was a very good defensive center. Mm -hmm. Like when he started to slow down and wasn't the burning pace that he used to be. Yep. So he'd almost be there as a mentor role, but yeah, if if needed, he, he might do a job and probably get burnt. I I think look, if Aaron Woods can still get a contract and Whoa. play rugby league, I think Michael Jennings can get the like smallest contract. They're playing okay, and, like he's a, a New South Wales Australian representative, Australian representative. Yeah, yep. He was a he's a good player, obviously. Uh. I feel like he should have got a couple more years or something like that before he. Well, see, they probably only gave him this many this many years because they thought he would be forced to retire. Next minute, he's fighting on. Oh, Bronson I've been had on four steroids year, for four year break. I've been on steroids for no, two mate, and a half you years. You gotta remember, Bronson doesn't play for you anymore. You can talk all this shit you want. <laughs> that steroid using. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he was on peptides too. <laughs> Who does Aaron Woods play for? Mainly, right? Mainly, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, Go I, I think he's on a similar thing, but I'm pretty sure I've heard that they they are like. Gonna guarantee it. Yeah, guarantee. Yeah, we are. Like, still be on the smallest contract possible, but I see that happening for the Roosters. Who else have they got? Like, well, they got Tedesco on one of those um hundred yeah. k year deals. That's yeah. all I swear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he might he might be on a training trial as well. Like, yeah, that's a, like, and a, a yacht that's and like, a house. Because that's a thousand dollars a week, which they got. Uh, they had um. Who's the guy that beat up a family in America? Uh, Lodge. Oh, Matt Lodge. Yeah, they had they had him on that for most of last year, just a thousand dollars a week, and you go on. They had him this. beating us. They had him beating up homeless in the streets as well, <laughs> just to practice for the season. Jeez. <laughs> Look, um, guys, Matt Moylan. Now, Brandon, this one, this one, I know this is going to upset you. It hits close to home, but uh, Matty Moylan is off to Leopards in the Super League. I didn't know there was a team called yeah, Leopards the, in the Super the League. Lee Leopards. They changed their name like last Ooh. year or something. Oh, Lee Leopards. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. I know them now. But um, look, there were some rumblings. What happened, mate? You you're in the know. Yeah, look, uh, I'm best mates with Craig, obviously. Yeah, Fitzy. I think Craig Wing. Yeah, <laughs> and Craig Wing as well. Who's fr good friends with Fitzy? Oh, that's yeah, right. Yep. So they... They get to talking, they talk to me, and I go, look, defensively, Moylan, bit he's of a liability. Bit of a turnstile. I think he's still, honestly, Matt, like, I know I'm memeing at the moment, but I think he still has NRL-grade attack. It's his defense, which is his biggest liability, which is probably why Super League will do pretty well for him, honestly. <laughs> he'll get the man of steel, and yeah. Tigers will re-sign him next year he'll, for two mil. He'll be playing outside uh, Lockie Lamb. Yeah, him and Lockie, coach oh, Lockie by Lamb. Play there, he'll he? be coached by Terry Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Yeah, I think he. it's smart, and I, I do think it'll help us in having more salary cap to probably keep the likes of 
like Tracy or uh, Rudolph, I think comes off uh, contract soon as well. Um, just like certain players, we just keep we keep keeping our players. We don't go for anyone else. We just we're happy with what we have, and uh, you shouldn't that's a flat be happy. Track bully. I was yeah. say, you shouldn't be happy with what you have, considering you guys haven't won a thing. But that's <laughs> well, okay. At who least... knows without Moylan start of the season? Oh, Tracy, <laughs> at least um, the finances are going good with that side business the club runs. Yeah, <laughs> peptides are us <laughs> and the sports ground management and that one, my favourite one. You mean? <laughs> Uh, guys, COCY Takiaho, he has failed his Bulldogs medical. Now, um, uh, an ankle injury is, yeah, is what, what the news oh, is. Like even foot. Oh, foot injury. Sorry, yeah. foot injury. Did they um, explain what it was? Could it be a high-grade syndesmosis injury? Or it it could be it's the, like maybe like the S-tier syndesmosis. Yeah, word of the year, guys, syndesmosis. <laughs> they said he wouldn't be able to do any of the preseason. I think he would be out for like the first month or two of, mm. of season as well. So like, is it worth it? He's definitely a good player. Oh, bloody Probably earth he is. too good for the Super League, but... Could be one of those things where he's like got a break at like the base of his foot or something, where he's probably played through it, but they're, they're like, nah. You can't do that, mate. It'll make yeah. it worse, and it'll be a loss for us in 18 months or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So w- w- what's the go with him now? He's clubless until he gets that sorted, or...? He might yeah. just go back to the Super League, to be fair. Yeah, see yeah, if somebody, can you take see somebody will take him. And... Or maybe the Tigers will take him. Tigers will take anyone. We'd take him, yeah. <laughs> Bloody oath, he will. But, uh, now, Bulldogs yeah. seem to just have uh, endless money, eh? Yeah, look, mate. Phil Gould reckons he builds clubs from the bottom up. Certainly doesn't look like it. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Certainly doesn't look like it. <laughs> There's all these juniors coming through. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take yours, and I'll take yours. Sounds like the Roosters at the moment, doesn't he? Talking about them trying to take a bread. And, uh, yeah. Bread. I, what, I, your I was alluding to uh, your Bulldogs' endless money. They... Drop Tauke and want to go for Connor Tracy. Yeah, that's you know? a like for like position swap yeah. there, isn't it? <laughs> and like I, I don't know why Connor Tracy would leave us to go play their bench. Like, what what position would he play for them? Yeah, to be like, honest? put pressure on uh, Brunson Sherry for center. They have Blake. Surely Taff. they have uh, Crichton. Crichton's supposedly going to be their fullback next season. Who's going to be their seven? I don't know. Tracy. Sexton. Sexton, that's it, yeah. Toby. Oh, that's Sexton. right, Toby, yeah. They bought Sexton. Now, I was, I was chatting to a couple of blokes at work during the week, and um, we were looking at photos of Bronson Sherry, Bronson Sherry and just how jacked he is, right? Do you, is he going to play center? Apparently, like, he's... As far as I know, he's, like, tried to lose some of the size and, yeah. like, through... And that'll be his goal through the preseason to get to, I would guess, anywhere like 90 from 90 odd? to 95. Yeah. As um, James said earlier that uh, Roger Fabri, he's been training with him, who's a sprint coach, so he's probably been trying to get fast. He's been like training with the likes of Jason Saab, uh, one of the fastest men in the world. That's true. Rugby league. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I would say he'll play Santa. It'll be interesting to see how he goes coming back into the rugby league because being out for four years is what do you a, predict? Lot of, a lot of change. I want your predictions here, Brandon. The speed of the game... Will be tough for him. Will it pass him by, and he'll be dropped within six weeks? Mm. He might uh, be in and out of the team. I reckon. Yeah, okay. I think there'll be a lot of teething issues with his defence. Like four years is a long time. Because he couldn't play at all, could he? No. Like he couldn't even play local footy. He couldn't play local footy. He went to an Oztag game and he got a call from his manager saying, "If you put those tags on, yeah. you're done." Yeah. Yeah, he can't 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 register anywhere. That's crazy. So, so he's, he's just, just he's coming in blind, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming in blind to like rugby just solo league. training with and, his sprint coach. Oh, it's insane, mate. What has happened, like, during those years? Penrith, three years in a row. But not to mention that, just the um, six again has started. And, like, the speed of the play has just gone to that rapid, yeah, like, like, back to back to back you, to back. You look at teams like Sharks, Parramatta, Penrith do it the best. The blindside plays and stuff, catching centres out of position. Yeah. Nico Hines, one of the best at it. <laughs> against, yeah, against like the Tigers and the Drags. And... <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, look, good bit of NRL talk there, boys. I enjoyed that. Hopefully I enjoyed Maddie that. C enjoyed that. Like that uh, down below if uh, comment yeah. about it. Well. Maddie C, give us a wave, mate. And give us, a, give us another sport question next week if yeah, you'd like to, mate. Please. <laughs> but, um, guys, it's time to get on to our best bets. Now, um, I've got nothing just yet. I'm going to come at you all with a with a video shortly. G'day, guys. Lucas from the Couch Commentators Podcast here, coming at you with my best bet for the weekend. 
uh, we are going to go to Cranbourne. We're heading to the Cranbourne Cup, and we're going to look at the horse called Pounding. Uh, at a nice each way price of ten dollars to one, and about two fifty the place. Um, he has been uh, competing in a much higher grade this preparation in Group Ones and Group Twos, and he drops right back in class here. Um, he didn't have the greatest of runs last time out, but that was because of a tearaway leader that just completely ruined any momentum uh, or race shape. I feel like he's going to get it much, uh, much easier for him up front there. He's got a nice barrier. He can roll to the front, lead, take a sit. As long as there's no tearaway leader, guys, I think he has a fantastic price at 10 to 1. Once again, that is the Cranbourne Cup this Saturday, pounding. Good luck, punters. Uh, Brandon, you haven't got your... Leachy's Lock, uh, have you? Leachy's Lock will also be a, a live video, I'm sure. Yeah. This week, I've guaranteed. Guaranteed. There you go. Or uh, gamble responsibly. That's right. <laughs> All right, punters. Leachy's Lock, I've uh, guaranteed a win. We're going to go each way on a horse called Arrayas Angel. Is in Doombin, race seven, number six. Now, loves a place, this thing. Can get a win as well. Coming off a rest. So hopefully he gets the win for us. Gamble responsibly. James, how about you two? Nothing yet? Um, yeah, no. Nah, my best bet is um, that nobody's going to care about these T20 matches. Mm. <laughs> Paying a dollar, just a dollar. I was about to say, there's, there's no value in that, mate. <laughs> so um, I might I might uh, have to hit with a video. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Hey, punters. This week's Jim's Jam, we're going to Ascot Race 6, number 5. It's coming in. Willie Pike on board. Backpike, drink what you like. Uh, we're paying $6.50. We've got plenty of wins in the bank. We're coming back from a break. Um, yeah, let's get in. Uh, Dan, mate, Dan's decision. Alrighty, this week's Dan's decision. Coming at you live from the middle of buttfuck nowhere. This week we're going race eight, Kembler Grange. Number six, Dragonstone. Let's hope it doesn't get scratched like last week. Let's hope we can get a dub and get some money in the bank. Happy punting and gamble responsibly. Yep, fair play, dude. Uh, and then we will come at you guys with the couch commentators horse racing um, multi. And uh, we'll hopefully get that one across the board for you guys there. But have you guys got anything else to add? Nah. It's pretty sweet. Keep punting responsibly. Yep. (laughs) All right, guys, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you all next week. There we go. We won the World Cup, baby! Woo!